0: And welcome back to Messy Minds, where we come to unpack and declutter our thoughts. You're joined by your co-hosts Jesse Chow and Mary Nguyen. On today's show, we have a lovely guest who I've been following personally on my Instagram for a long time. Welcome to the show, Natalia. Hi. <laughs> Hello. But before we get into today's episode, let's all kind of give a little bit of a recap on how we've been. What's life been like, um, Mary? Do you want to start first? Yeah, sure. Um, I just finished my
1: first week at my new job. Um, I'm also still in corporate, but just started a new firm. So yeah, same, it's same, but different. Yeah, still a, little a corporate bit like that. galley, <laughs> living By the inside. best corporate life. Mm. Um, yeah, so just sort of navigating through the change and the transition. Um I'm proud to announce that I have also started being a gym girly. She's a gym
0: she's a corporate (laughs) and a gym girly (laughs) is she.
1: Um and I went up a set of weights this week because the ones before that weren't serving me anymore. So progress.
0: Progression. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um that's pretty much it, I
0: think, in my life. Nothing Mm. too
1: interesting to talk about. But Jess, what about Um, you? Um
0: so I'm one month now into my new job and I'm still here (laughs) they haven't fired me and I haven't quit so (laughs) great start guys um yeah I'm really enjoying it loving the new like environment and Mm. the new people Uh, I think I'm in a lot much better mindset and mm. stuff now so i'm really excited to see where that takes me life has definitely dialed down a little bit yeah <laughs> since we last spoken and i'm really liking it <laughs> yeah. i'm enjoying some time not being on the go too much <laughs> like previously in may but um but yeah I'm, I'm living my best in life now we can focus more energy on the pod yes. and i know natalia i've been stalking you on your stories and you've been traveling around a little bit so tell <laughs> A little bit about your trip and where where you went.
2: Ah, uh, it was so good. I went to um, Singapore mm-hmm. and then Indonesia I just to mm. visit friends and family. Yeah, was there for almost a month. It was really nice. Well,
0: minus the sun because it was hot. Are you not a summer so like a summer girl? Not really. More of a winter,
2: mm, spring and autumn maybe. She's
0: perfect for Melbourne. <laughs> I know, I know.
2: But Melbourne's too cold. <laughs> the first well, the morning when I. When I arrived back in Melbourne, it was so cold. So I'm like, oh, I kind of miss the sun, but not really. <laughs> I miss the sun, but not the sweat. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Singapore is so humid. That's yeah. the one thing about Singapore I don't like. I feel like I get out of the shower and then I'm just like sweaty.
2: Oh, that's like
1: shower 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> it's like
0: my my post-shower shower. I like, thanks. But your skin looks great in like, Asia. Yeah. It just right? glistens. It yeah. Just yeah. Like Natural glow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: The food is really
2: good, so I'm I'm
0: really missing that. Mm, yeah, I think we're actually pretty good here in Melbourne, though. I find we have like a really good variety of cuisines, mm. and I'll be able to you'll be able to find something that's close. I would say like to a lot of the things that you eat in Asia. Mm. So like there is it doesn't hit the spot, but it'll, it'll get, it gets it's to, good enough. It's close. It's close. It's close. <laughs> we'll take that. Um. So. I guess, can you explain to our our listeners a little bit about you and who you are and what you do?
2: Yeah, I am a photographer- and I specialize in intimate portraits, I do boudoir, and a little bit of fantasy photography as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I started off as a food photographer. And oh, then, long okay. story
0: short, now I
2: just work with people. Yeah. Less food, more people, more <laughs> chat. So that's always good. Mm. Mm.
0: Why did you decide to transition from food to people? Because oh, I would th- find that food is a lot easier. They don't talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah isn't, that go- isn't that a go Like <laughs> <They laughs> That's what I would be saying. They feel <laughs> like I'm cold or like, I can't hold this position for any longer You know
2: Oh, that's a fun part. I think I just like to talk. Mm. I guess that's why I'm here. Are you
0: an extrovert?
2: I think so. Do you know what your
0: what is it called again? Um, uh, Maya Briggs. Your Maya Briggs is. I
2: know I'm an E something. You okay? It's E and then the the other three the other letters like, at the end. I know <laughs> something. Yeah, it's E something.
1: Mm.
2: Um, but yeah, no. I started doing food photography first because you know Melbourne brunch scene. Of course. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started off with that, and then oh yeah, it's fun. You know, taking photos like pretty food and then mm. I get to eat them afterwards, best life, um, and then I get bored, mm. but I think that's like a very, mm. I guess, like normal thing. Thing for yeah. like a creative to feel bored after doing one thing, like the yeah. same thing constantly, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then I started um, taking photos of people, and I'm like, oh, this is exciting, mm. a bit more fun, interactive. more interactive. like, they talk to me, yeah, I'm like, Yay. <laughs> someone to keep me company, yeah. And um, yeah, so I've done events, weddings in the past, and then just before, well, no, not just before lockdown. Um, during lockdown, actually, 2020. Fun times. Um,
0: I know, fun times. Trauma.
2: <laughs> because of the lockdown, actually... That is when I shifted to boudoir photography and oh, doing like okay. all these like fantasy goddessy kind of like portraits. And it was because like there's there's a lockdown, so no events, no weddings, yes. no like yes. social yeah, yeah. gatherings. And then I decided back then, okay, you know what, like I'll just set up a little home studio, get a couple backdrops, backdrop stands, get some friends to, to be in front of the camera and then create and then explore. Mm-hmm. And then there rest this history and i'm still here doing things and
0: not getting bored
2: hopefully not
0: yeah i discovered you i think in 2020 like mm. during um yeah, during lockdown, I think. Yeah, when everyone was just like on their phones like all the time. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it was like through Reels and stuff where I like found your Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, she's from Melbourne. That's like so cool. Cause I feel like stuff like this you don't really see in Australia. Mm. I feel like it's all kind of stuff that you would see from like American yeah. mm. American people. So when I'm like, oh my God, she's from Australia and she's from Melbourne, like that's so cool. So um that's quite I didn't yeah, I didn't know that you were a food blogger before. Uh, was it all on Instagram and stuff as well? Like, yeah. st- doing like reviews and stuff like that, right?
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was. It started off in Instagram, mm. and then I started t- um, posting, to, well, taking f- more photos of you know food, where I've been, where I ate, uh, what I ate, mm. and then getting. Um, like invitations, yeah. To, like tastings, like Back then it was the whole food influencer thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, food blogger. Yeah, it was like free food. Why yeah, not? yeah, I no, like, no, sure, It's a pretty, th- I know. It's, it's 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 a
0: pretty good gig.
2: Yeah, and especially when I was still in uni as well. You know, yeah, like, I know. Oh, She's helps. on a budget.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's on a budget, so yeah. It's anyhow. a win-win. Yeah, it is. It really is a win-win. The, the win. eggs Benny is not going to pay for itself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
1: <laughs> the avocado on toast yeah. not going to pay for itself. No, yeah, not in this day and age
0: i <laughs> <laughs> So I guess touching on, I guess, you being in uni, can you tell us what you studied? Was like photography kind of like something that you always knew you wanted to do?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I studied, um, my, I majored in psychology mm. and then I did a master's in social work. Mm. Yeah. So very, very different than photography. Nothing yeah. of that screams creative because, you know, <laughs> Asian parents. Yeah. Did
0: you have a, was photography, I guess, like a hobby or was, like some kind of like, a creative outlet, I guess you would use like during high school and university? Or like, yeah, just something you did for fun, right?
2: Yeah, I would say so. I think the first time, if I remember correctly, the first time that I used a camera for something that is not just taking photos with a yeah. phone kind or of mm. um, was way back in my junior year of high school so Mm -hmm. we had like a yearbook class and then it was just like a class of like a group of students and then we make um so for the whole entire year our task is to create a yearbook Mm. Um, so we had to go around the school take photos of activities and and kids and our um, classmates and just document stuff so i thought oh this was fun. That's fun yeah and then when i came to what well, when i went to uni it was when i decided well i've got all the time it was well, sort of in the world <laughs> to go on read <laughs> and like explore and like yeah. do fun things so i'm like well I might as well i've got my camera mm. bring that along with me and then yeah and then started taking photos come from there
1: mm. mm. it's um I'm out of curiosity the yearbook class is that part of the curricula or is that
0: extracurricular and that's extracurricular right I, I wish I <laughs> we had did you have that I had like yeah the yearbook committee that's no, what they called it at my school
1: well maybe I'm not aware but I don't recall that being a thing, a thing so mm. yeah I think
2: it was Part of the curriculum. I think it was one of those classes, like elective classes. That you could choose from? That you can choose oh, um, between like.
1: See, that's, that's cool. That is really cool. I would have done that.
0: Ours was like a <laughs> volunteering thing. Like you, yeah. It was like outside of school, like at lunchtime or like after school. So like the committee members, they would meet up and they would like design like the yearbook. And a lot of the girls that did like visual viscom. In year twelve and stuff, we're part of that like committee. Yeah, yeah, So, um, yeah, like yeah, it was like a committee, but it wasn't like part of the school curriculum. Yeah. But yeah, that's really cool that you guys mm. got to pick it as like an elective. That would have been yeah. so fun mm. to I do. Think it was that it? Was just like, like a pass sports. and a fail?
2: I think so. I can't remember, mm. but I remember getting graded
0: on something i can't right.
2: remember. It was yeah see that's what i'm like long. i'm trying so to figure fun. out like
1: the australian education system how do you grade something like that oh, yeah how do
0: you grade <laughs> <laughs> your page looks ugly <laughs> the this photo you
1: talk <laughs> <laughs>
0: no too basic
1: <laughs> the text on this page not, not in the nice. right font <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: the font is fugly should have chosen <laughs> a better font <laughs> <laughs> comic sans yeah, yeah. <laughs> ew, ew, comic sans disgusting <laughs> Oh, that's really cool. So do you still do counselling now or is like photography kind of like your full-time gig?
2: I still do both. Mm. um, And that is also partly, well, one, that was what I studied. Mm. And then two, to keep myself from not getting bored. Because if Mm -hmm. I do one thing, I'll... I'll bound to be to get bored of that one thing and not right. just okay what's the next shiny new yeah. thing I'm like right
0: mm. so you just like you continue kind of bouncing back and forth from the two you think yeah mm. i
2: reckon so that's what i've been doing for the past few years mm. so um that's what i can see myself doing
1: but who knows i'm gonna change my mind it's really interesting that you mm. just said that because now it makes so much sense why i didn't actually pursue media because i actually did a degree in media and I did photography too but then when it came to like trying to get a job I didn't want to do it because I didn't want it to be so mundane like make it an everyday job
0: yeah and
1: so I just ended up going into corporate and then now like media is kind of like a hobby like a side thing for me so yeah, like now I'm like I'm like having a moment of like, whoa, it that is makes side. so much it sense. Makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's so cool. Like, um, with your day job, do you find that it inspires you to do your photography, like to tell your story? Because uh, you, you're you're working like hmm. sort of like with social um, communities and like you know their everyday they might be telling their story to you, um, and whether that has any impact on your creative mm. side?
2: I think a lot of it would be because of, you know, like what I do in the counselling job, like listening to people and asking questions mm. and just being, you know, like a like a wholesome human <laughs> and not being like a mean person. And then I think a lot of the people skills and like the soft skills from that, um, from the counselling work that I do, translates really well to the photography style that i'm currently doing as mm. well because a lot of you know boudoir photography it's very very intimate people just feel very you know vulnerable, vulnerable yeah um i mean they're pretty much like showing a lot of skin to yeah. essentially a stranger right? yeah like yeah they kind of know me they booked me but i'm still a stranger to them mm. so having that um the people skills to be able to you know get um get to know them and yeah. like not be a creepy
0: person. Yeah, making (laughs) people feel comfortable. It's part of the criteria. (laughs) Part of the job. Yeah, part (laughs) of the job. So when you told your parents that I guess you were going to be taking on... A slightly unconventional route, like an artistic uh, job, like doing photography. Like, what was their take? Because I guess you didn't completely let go of your counselling job, right? So, I guess was that was that a power move in that sense, where it was like, I'll keep this so that they're happy. In that sense,
2: sort of, sort <laughs> of. You just call me out
0: <laughs> I know exactly. Wait, what wait, I'm wait, doing wait, there, girl. Let's
1: take a step back. Have you talked to parents <laughs> Do they even Did know? They know? <laughs> Are
0: we? Excited? They better not listen to this.
1: <laughs> they know, and
2: they're very supportive now mm. um so just before I started off my my master's degree I remember my mom telling me if you're going to pursue photography don't take on the master's degree and I'm like oh but I'm not ready to get into like the workforce and yeah. Work. yeah so I still wanted to study and you know have that time to figure out what I actually want to do mm. and yeah so at the I think at the get-go it wasn't like a choice choice of like yeah you can pursue photography it's either like either or choose photography or you know not study Mm. or study um and yeah like now i just do both it gives me the schedule that i have and the kind of work that i have currently gives me a lot of flexibility to be juggling the two together Mm. yeah so it's really good um just to have that you know, balance of making the parents happy, but also stability, whatever stability means. Um, (laughs) Yeah, whatever that means. And then running
1: my own business and doing my own thing. So it's, yeah, it's a win-win, keeps everyone happy. Mm. Because you talk about boudoir photography and up until this point, I actually didn't know what that was. So I guess a lot of our listeners probably don't know what that is either. Do you want to sort of explain to us what that means and what that involves?
2: I think in a traditional sense, like the word boudoir means like a woman's bedroom or, you know, like it's a French word for um, bedroom. Mm. I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, in the photography world, boudoir just means, well, depending who you talk to and who does this. Um, it can be taken of like, oh, it's just sexy photos. Mm. But to me, the way that I see boudoir photography or um, the way that I see intimate portraits is just more than, you know, sexy photos. Yeah, It, just, it goes beyond um, showing a lot of skin. Yeah, And to me, it's a way um, of like a creative expression or like an outlet to celebrate like a woman's beauty mm. strength. Um, you know, just like her stories in well in their lives really like the stories that all my um all my clients have and celebrating that and honoring mm-hmm. what they have done all the mm-hmm. achievements all the ups and downs they've been through um so yeah so a there's a lot more nuanced than just showing a yeah lot of just skin be sexy, yeah. Be sexy. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah 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 like what does that attracted you i should say to specialize in boudoir
2: the first time that I knew about you know, boudoir photography was actually from one of my male photographer friends. And um, he would constantly tell me, oh, Natalia, like you should be doing this. Um, you're a female, so it would be so easy for you to get into this. Mm. But then when back then, I was still doing a lot of um like fashion and conceptual portraits. Mm. And to me, that was fun, you know, dressing up and, you know, taking photos of people in like really weird outfits. All the weird funky things, that lights me up. And then the way that I see or understood boudoir back then was just, oh, it's just showing skin, like yeah. taking photos mm. of someone in their... In like in lingerie a, or something. In lingerie. Yeah. Like, oh, but what's so special? Like, mm. I can do that with more fun things in fashion. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then it wasn't until one of my friends came to me and she shared her, you know, a little bit about her and what's been happening in her life Well, back then and all the ups and downs that she shared. And she said to me, oh, I've, you know, I've gained a lot of weight or like, you know, but I'm really happy with how I am right now Mm. because, you know, Asian beauty standards, crazy stuff, but yeah, and she just wanted to honor her body and honor the journey that she's been through. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, I don't really think too much back then. Yeah, I just said like, okay, cool, yeah, you're my friend. I'll, I'll do that. Mm. And it was probably like the biggest, um, like light bulb moment when I realized, oh, wait, I can actually change someone's life through photography mm. because back then I knew, and I've heard people say. Um, oh Natalia your photos are really pretty mm. I'm like, oh yeah thanks, thanks. but <laughs> I, want, I want them to be more than just pretty yeah. I want them to be impactful I want mm. them to yeah. be you know life-changing very cliche but mm. I thought oh how can I do that and it was this shoot with my friend that I finally realized oh dang like that power of just taking photos of someone's beauty mm. and, as is and not having to you know put a lot of um enhancements like yeah yes, it's just very rewarding and then mm. the feedback that she shared was oh my gosh natalia you have no idea how what did um what the photo shoot meant to me like Aww. what the photos meant to me I'm like,
0: oh my gosh I <laughs> <cry out."> now.
2: <laughs> I was like, i'm gonna cry now um but yeah i'm not so that was like the the little
0: seed i mm. think that that started this whole journey did yeah. you ever feel like I guess, shy, like especially at the start, especially with clients that you don't know because your first your first shoot was with someone you did, right? Mm. So when you had like a client that you didn't know that was like an external booking, did you ever feel like- worried Or like, how am I gonna make this, this person feel comfortable? Like they're stripping bare naked, like again, in front mm. of someone they don't really know. Like, did you have like, I guess, tips or ways that you knew like, this is how I get people to feel comfortable and safe in like my space?
2: Mm. That's a very good question, actually.
0: Because <laughs> like I would, like, yeah. okay, as somebody entering into a stu- like d- doing a boudoir shoot, I would feel really nervous about it, and then I would also think, how is this uh, like this person knows that I'm like feeling, you know, nervous yeah. and stuff. How is that photographer going to like make me feel comfortable, or does she feel co- uncomfortable that I'm like stripping naked? Well, obviously no, because that's like the style that you've chosen. But at the start, I feel like that might a transition, yeah, would like have been a transitional weird, phase, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: I think a lot. It's I didn't really overthink it. Th- mm. I still remember telling myself, okay, don't be weird about it.
0: Yeah, Th- like she's stripping. Well, so like, she she's has boobs. Like, cool. You have boobs. It's yeah, the same I've thing. Got,
2: like, I've got. We whatever. got the same bits.
0: It doesn't matter. Whatever. Bits. Yeah, like,
2: whatever. Because um, I knew, like, if I make it weird, then they would sense. Yeah, oh, she's feeling weird. weird or I'm yeah, uncomfortable. But then, if I don't feel, or I- at least if I don't show that I'm uncomfortable yeah. or weirded out by like bodies, <laughs> then yeah. they're like, ah. Oh, Okay, cool. This is normal, mm. um, and yeah, I guess working, having having experience working like a hospital, you know, seeing people getting dressed, I'm like, okay, bodies are just bodies, yeah, like just we whatever. all have it, um, and yeah, there's nothing weird about it. So I think the energy or like you know the vibe that I'm giving is very hopefully it's chill <laughs> um, from like the like start. it's not a
0: big deal. Yeah.
2: It's like okay, cool. You're you're coming mm. to to get your photos done, and you happen to show a lot more skin than
1: than your
0: usual mm. portrait
2: shoe. Mm. Cool, okay,
1: let's roll with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> I'm just thinking about like the initial like because if it was me, I'd
0: be like, oh my gosh, So do I like take my tub up <laughs> in a non sexy way? <laughs> Is there
1: like something that you guys do, like you do with your clients, to sort of like get them comfortable like you know when like you go into a class or something and then the drama teacher's like okay everybody out and get your wrigglies on and like yeah you know. like let's all
0: do something silly yeah. to like get it out of our system yeah
2: um i don't well i don't tell my clients to do anything silly. you know like oh should i <laughs> <laughs> um but i just talk i just ask them like you know questions about their life mm-hmm. and i think um throughout like the process from start to finish They would hopefully feel more comfortable as time goes by. And then during the photo shoot, um, like during the session itself, I'll be showing them the photos from the back of the camera so then they know what they look like. Mm. And then I can just tell, like, um, once they see their photos, they're like, oh. I look great and you're then like, they're yeah, confident, confident. That shoots yeah. like, mm. it just shoots up like yeah. um, every single time so that helps a thing, like helping them to see hey this is what you look like like behind off the camera like yeah. you yeah. look amazing and then they're like oh my gosh is you're that, right. that you me? you're like, I'm like, wow like, you're I'm right.
0: a hot bitch I slay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like, yeah. that's, yeah. that's mm. the
2: vibe that I always leave the studio um, with so coming in they'll be like nervous as heck mm. very very scared like they're probably thinking oh my gosh I'm actually here like yeah, what I am I regret. doing I ready um, <laughs> <regretting> spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. And then when, when they leave, they'll be like, oh my gosh, Natalia, this is so fun. Mm-hmm. I can just go home, like, naked. And I'm like, please don't. <laughs> yeah,
0: Her Respectfully, don't do that. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't want you
1: to get yeah. arrested. Yeah, I
0: can't come and save you, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what has been, like, some of the most difficult things, um, I guess, in your career, in your photography career? Um, and how have you sort of, I guess gone through it like as in like tried to figure out Mm, like overcome yeah Yeah. overcome your difficult um, situations and I guess especially being a photographer but also a small business owner Mm. Mm.
2: I think from that you know like finding (laughs) resolving issues that's (laughs) that's a 24-7 when it comes to small business Mm. yeah Um, and running a business it's It's very, a lot of it is very unglam. I think the way that we think about like small business, like we often really just glamorize the whole thing. Mm. Like, oh my gosh, you're running a business. You're your own boss. You're You're a boss girl. (laughs) And and that was enticing. Like that was like the shimmery, glittery, sparkly Mm. bit. But Mm. then no one tells... Um, wh- what everyone would tell me back then is like, oh, you know, you can be your own boss. Like you can do this, you work can whatever do that. you want, yeah, yeah, like work whenever. But then the other flip, like on the on the flip side, what they didn't tell me was, well, you're gonna be working twenty four seven because mm. everything in your small business will be in your mind twenty four seven. Um, and no one told me that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like I can just clock off? Like yeah. my brain wouldn't let me clock and off. And also,
0: you would be like your own team. Like yes, mm. you're the you're the manager, but you're also the marketing person yeah you're like the (laughs) yeah, you do the grunt work (laughs) and then you do post-production like you literally have to do like 10 people's jobs Mm. yeah
2: it's Mm. like 10 in one and that was a lot of that it's fun um the not so fun part i think would be a lot of the what happens or what goes on in my mind yeah and then especially when like things like imposter syndrome or oh you know, like when, when things get tough, when things get hard, like there's no one telling you, oh, this is what you should do. Like yeah. you have to tell yourself and then with conviction, okay, this is my, my next course of action. Mm-hmm. And when you have a little Menti B, you have the Menti <laughs> bee alone. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you can tell your friends about it, but they do not fully they understand. Can't, they it, yeah.
0: can't really gra- they understand the gravity of the situation. Yeah.
2: So when you cry, you just cry alone and they're like, okay. You're okay. done crying. Let's get back to <laughs> On work. To the next. <laughs> yeah, and um,
1: we're we're done with scheduling a crying yeah. session. So your now crying session
0: is over. <laughs> <laughs> back to work. <laughs> Did you have like I guess a mentor or something in regards to like starting a small business? Because uh, that's quite. Yeah, because you're not just like, for example, us starting a podcast, we just like bought a mic and started recording, right? But It's more
1: than that, though. <laughs> I know, I'm downplaying <laughs> it. Come on, Jess. Yeah, it's, like so, yeah, it's
0: so hard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you would have had to like, there's a lot of like finances involved and like setting, like all of like the shitty admin paperworky stuff. Like, did you have a mentor or somebody like to guide you? Like, oh, I guess maybe a photographer that has his own small business that helped you to kind of get your feet up? Or was it like very much you had to kind of re- research and do stuff on your own
2: a lot of research um so a lot of d- well you know finding out what to do what not to do yeah researching what needs to be done first mm. especially when it comes to taxes and yeah like yeah, how like know. nobody
0: tells you that like what happens when you need to pay yourself like I you know, know. do yeah. I need to give myself a pay slip? like what <laughs> does it work like yeah like and school, then your school didn't teach me yeah this. exactly what do you mean? yeah exactly hmm
2: Yeah, I think it's a a lot of um, your own initiative in terms of researching what needs to be done and like Mm -hmm. everything becomes your responsibility. And then part of that, part of the journey, then you'll be looking... um, up to like other photographers who you, you know you you admire, or yeah. um, small businesses that you really really love, or you know the level of achievement or success that you one day would want to be at. Um, so mentoring or you know getting mentors and educators and learning from other people is just part of the journey. But mm. at the get go, it's you know you research what gear you need, you research what kind of you know materials or backdrops or Mm. finding out things yourself. I think that's quite the fun part for me, like experimenting and learning new things. Mm. Um, And yeah, and then rolling off that and letting things happen. Step by step, step <laughs> by step, yeah. yeah. One thing at a time, One that's all I, I
1: can manage.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think the big question for me is that how do you manage to do all of that? I know you've got With like a nine to five job, yeah, yeah. You've got your, well, I actually don't know okay. if it's nine to five,
0: but yeah, you've got you technically got like <laughs> two jobs, like plus, like I think, yeah, I feel like normally running a small business in my mind would already take like so two, much time to all of your time, like yeah. the fact that you do something else on top of that. Like, I'm just like, how do you even manage? <laughs> <laughs> like how? I can't even do a nine to five and like get myself to the gym in time sometimes. Like I'm already like, this is too much. I need to go home and go to bed. <laughs> I think the,
2: well, I think I mentioned earlier, like a lot of the work that I do is very flexible. So the with the counselling job, is not actually a nine to five. Mm. Um, so, so far that is a little bit more here and there Mm. so I can do as long as I get things done yeah they're fine Um, so that's a lot of um, you know on my plate to get things done and being able to work with that you know sometimes it's too much time too much of like a time frame that I'm like okay what do I do and then it's just hours on like TikTok Um, but in terms of time management I think a lot of it would come down to being intentional with time and I always tell myself, okay, like I have twenty four out uh, twenty four hours in a day. So do you. So does like the richest man on on mm. earth, or you know whoever else. We've all got twenty four hours, and it's my responsibility to use um, to make. The best out of the twenty four hours, that yeah. I have, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, instead of you know scrolling on
1: TikTok, not you know, I do this every day. Um, <laughs> I think we all do. I know, yeah. guilty. guilty. Just but just how yeah. much time you're actually spending yeah. doing that, right? Because, yeah. like, I know that you said you know the richest person also has twenty four hours, but he's also spending that time doing things that actually benefit him, and that's yeah. why and he's there. Value. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it just comes down to also like working
2: out where you want to be. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier for my mind to process. Okay, say for example, I want to be to have mm, this goal, like goal A, and then I'll just work backwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, what do I need to do to achieve goal A? And Mm -hmm. goal A can be just. Writing, you know, replying to emails and mm. then writing down like to do lists. Mm. I think to do lists and like having to, like a physical to do list is the best thing for my yeah. mind. She's mm. speaking mm. my language. Yeah. <laughs> know. And we are hanging out with the right people, and scratching off things and then cropping yeah. the paper at the end of it.
0: Oh, so good. <laughs> I know. Just the little things in life. Yeah. <laughs> <Little things. laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, me and Mary are very much like that too. And I think that's why we are in the roles that we are. Yeah. Because we're all about organizing other mm. people's lives and you're like I'm always in my interviews I love a list I love a good shopping list <laughs> or, or a to-do list like, it's so satisfying yeah crossing yeah. things off and like chucking in the bin after, mm. like wow I did so much today like, look at me yeah I'll literally write on my to-do li- yeah read emails <laughs> and then I'll be like tick <laughs> yes, <laughs> girl done. I know I send email yeah send email <laughs> tick um, <laughs> do you feel like
1: The way that, it sounds like to me anyway, the way that you approach, um, I guess, success or like completing something to get to your goal is almost like thinking about what it is that you want to do or what you want to become and then kind of embodying it Mm. in a way. Like, say for example, you're like, I want to be the most famous, I don't know, reporter or something. And then you think about like what the most famous reporter does and then go backwards. Like. As yeah. in, like, work yeah. backwards to figure out where they started from? Mm.
2: That, is, that is exactly it because I think a lot of people would, you know, what I would say, or oh, have wishful thinkings like mm. i have wishful thinkings as well but mm. then the difference between thinking and wishful thinking is one i'm taking a course of action whereas the other one that's like okay this will be nice yeah, wouldn't it wouldn't be nice day. if i was yeah, yeah like this yeah yeah but then having a more concrete plan and having again that like mm. the best to-do list is you know just chipping it a little like a little by little and mm-hmm. then like getting to the goal and then when you um when you finally hit that goal it's not you know like oh I manifested this now no I work hard for yeah you. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually planned this
0: out this is actually part of the timeline
2: <laughs> that, like all it's my schedules yeah that are, like I
0: crumpled at the yeah. end of the day yeah <laughs> mm. did you face a lot of I guess like setbacks uh, like on your like journey to get to where you are like, I would say that you're quite relatively established now I find. Well, I don't know. Oh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I from, from the outside. <laughs> if, I feel like, yeah, you're quite established and stuff. But would you? did you find, yeah, encounter any setbacks or things that made you feel like, oh, like, crap, I don't think this is worth it. Like, maybe I shouldn't be pursuing this anymore and should just stick to, like, my counseling job.
2: No, hard days are always there, unfortunately. Yeah. That's mm. just life. And yeah, that's true. I made my peace with it. I know, like, there's going to be hard days. It's going to be, like, amazing days. Um, but it's the hard days that make me learn. And Mm. then they, I just see them as like good learning lessons. So um, to me, almost like if I don't encounter any issues, that means I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Because like, what am I, am I being too comfortable? Am I staying Mm. in my comfort zone? Like, what am I doing that I'm not, you know, taking the risk and facing failure, like the possibility of failure in a good way Mm. and learning from it. So if I feel like I'm not learning from hard stuff, then I'm doing something wrong.
0: Something wrong. Mm. Mm she's like the, she, you're like one like you're um what's the word like diamond like diamonds are made under pressure right but it like, doesn't really apply to me and mary because like when, <laughs> when i get pressure i just break <laughs> too much pressure and i'm like nope <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> lately we have we been have em- embodying we're trying we're trying to be more like you yeah 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 we're trying to find some Something. excitement <laughs> and yeah trying to not get Uh, I guess yeah pushed away by being uncomfortable yeah because where I feel like yeah I'm really bad where I get comfortable in things and then I don't want to leave because even though I know that I'm like not growing and I'm not learning but I'm just like but this is so nice like I know exactly yeah I know exactly what's going on and like I'm not going to like fuck up so (laughs) like why don't we just stay here guys it's cute
1: it's funny because it's like um, now I'm, I'm I'm like moving into astrology because I'm a I'm a Cancer so I'm just a homebody I don't like change I don't like anything whereas you like routine. So that's why you don't get out of your routine. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's just me. I'm a Virgo. (laughs) Just in case I haven't said this like a thousand times on this podcast. But yeah, I'm like very much a perfectionist. So like I when I try new things, you can't get it perfect on the first Mm. go. It's like Mm. impossible. And I just like don't like that. (laughs) I just like, well, I just want to get it right in the first time. So like why don't I just not do it? i'll be fine but um yeah i think we're trying i'm making a conscious effort now to think exactly like how you already do and just like find i guess excitement and know that like yeah anything that i'm that's making me uncomfortable is not necessarily bad like it's a good Mm. thing and it's necessary Mm -hmm. for change and for growth
2: yeah no, no, that's 100%. I mean, it's not like I woke up this one day and I'm, and this is what I'm going to
0: yeah, do. I'm, I'm going to wake up and choose discomfort.
2: I <laughs> know, yeah, like, no, I like, rather not. I want to stay in bed under my like very warm blankets and mm. not do anything. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of that drive comes from my experience working in, well, back a few years ago in a palliative care hospice. So I work with, you know, people who are approaching the end of mm. their lives and seeing that and how people live when I mean, they're pretty much dying. Mm. Um, like, you
0: know, you know, of course we're all dying, mm. right? We're all a ticking but they've time bomb. But they right? actually know exactly when yeah. their end date is. Yeah. Mm. And it's
2: close and they know it. And mm. then the way that I see that is, okay, well you have, one life and you don't know when it's gonna end so what's you know at the end this is this is me thinking about like life and like the, f- <laughs> the, the perspective
1: I feel like I think about like <laughs> that stuff <laughs> and I'm not even in <laughs> palliative yeah. care yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like real stuff guys yeah
0: this shit um, is real
2: it's like it's all what we have to like deal with whether we want it or not but um yeah like I just keep telling myself okay if tomorrow is my you know last day on earth or like if I'm on my like you know deathbed bed mm-hmm. What are the things that I would regret not doing? Mm. And then do that. Um, because then, if that really happened, I don't want to be, you know, be a vegetable and then yeah. like, oh, I should have done this when, when I'm when healthy. I was able, and yeah. 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 And I think regretting, not wanting to regret that would yeah. be.
0: The biggest motivator. Pa- yeah, yeah, like
2: powerful enough to be like, okay, well, I'm not comfortable now, but like I'd rather be uncomfortable now when like then regretting it. Than
0: regretting mm, it. Yeah, regret things yeah. later. Yeah, I think I, it's will,
1: a really good I have to say, I do think like that, but also the other side of my brain is like, what if it goes badly? <laughs>
0: yeah, what if it all goes wrong?
1: And then... <laughs> and then okay, we're not dying. <laughs> yeah. We're that's, not dead yet. That's true, that's true. <laughs> so my brain's like in constant like drive mode of just like arguing with each other. One's like, you're going to regret it if you don't do it. And the other one's like, yeah, but I'm going to regret
0: it Anyway, if yeah. it's bad, like. yeah, if, if it's a shit ending, you're probably never going to get it anyway. It's just a constant battle. Yeah. Um. I guess what do you find the most rewarding about your job? Because yeah, I mean, you've been doing it for a while now. You haven't been bored just yet. So <laughs> obviously, here. something's working out for you. So yeah, like what? I yeah, what do you find the most rewarding about your work that you makes you want to keep going and keep doing it more? Yeah, the biggest, the
2: biggest, biggest, biggest part would be seeing how my clients have a changed perspective about themselves Mm. as, you know, as a human being, as a woman, like what it means to not just fall in love with yourself. I think that phrase, you know, self-love can be such a cliche, mm. but also what it means to respect your body, the body that like sustains you, like sustains yeah. life. Yeah. And celebrating and honoring like, okay, whatever crap that, you know, you've gone through in life, everyone has that as well. Like some just hides it better than like mm. other people. Yeah, that's so true. Um, But going through that, celebrating everything and, you know, regardless of it being good or bad and then seeing them be being empowered in their own body like hey like i feel you know i can i, I feel like i can take on the world mm. and then that energy they'll passing that on to their daughters to their nieces mm. to their yeah. friends and like people in their community so then it's not just you know a one person transaction but it's also okay if i can impact and change someone's life one person's life that person would be impacting
1: the lives around, um, yeah. a them. around like them a linear well. mm. yeah. train of um impact
0: yeah hmm.
2: It's like COVID. You you infect one person and, <laughs> and then like now, everyone then else. else. Yeah. 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 Except
0: we're infecting um, posi- body yeah. positivity. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so I guess I wanted to ask you a little bit about your own like body positivity Journey and how that has been like for you. Like, do you feel like you've always been someone who's been quite confident and you know, like I guess, yeah, comfortable in your own skin? Because I'm, I'm going to assume. You correct me if I'm wrong. That I guess, yeah, you have would have reached a certain level of comfort and security within yourself to be able to like, you know, project your message to your to your clients. So yeah, like, so how have you gotten to where you are today?
2: Uh, It's a very long journey. (laughs) It's okay. We got time, girl. (laughs) What we got is time. I think growing. Uh, asian we um i remember growing up you know like being told oh you're so tan you're so dark mm. um you're so fat oh why are your thighs so big mm. like oh you can you can be a bodybuilder because your shoulders are really <laughs> oh well <my> <laughs> <God."> <laughs> it's like
0: okay mom
2: like savages yeah. That's th- I think that's, um, you know, something that a lot of my friends or, like, even you guys can, like, relate to yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, that kind of, like, um, comments about, like, a woman's body. And growing up, I'm like, yep, I, I grew up with a set of, like, insecurities. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. Um, and then when I start, you know, doing all these, like, intimate portraits photography or, like, boudoir photography, then there's a lot of unlearning and relearning of what it meant to quote-unquote quote, like love and mm. respect the body that i'm in mm. and um a lot of my clients as well that would tell me oh you know natalia like i've got i don't like my my nose or mm. my you know side of the arm or whatever yeah. and I'm like I can't even see that. Even if I know, like, it's not the first thing that you would have pointed out if you looked at them, right? Um, And I thought, oh, then maybe that's also how people think of me. Like all these insecurities that they have, like, or or I have, they don't care. They don't even notice. Yeah, they don't even know. They can't even see until I pointed it out. Mm. So there's a lot of that, and um, and so a little bit about like my faith journey. So I'm a Christian, and i you know like based on like biblical kind of like values like we're all creating like the image of god so like okay if god embodies perfection and he created us in like his image what you know what why would i you know pick apart you know like something that is meant for beauty Mm. and like love Like, okay why why am i so hard you know on myself or like my body when i'm like okay i'm created With love and with purpose, I'm like, okay, so that doesn't, you know, all these imperfections or like Mm. my wider shoulders doesn't (laughs) define like who I am Mm. as a person or like as a human being. And then... Turning the narrative from, oh, why do you have such, like, for example, having like broad shoulders, like yeah. seeing it as a bad thing? But like, when I started lifting weights, I'm like, heck yeah, I've got like broad I've shoulders. Got
0: good, nice, like, broad shoulders. do they lift the burden yeah. that you are. <laughs> yeah, they sort of the ball from carrying you <laughs> yeah. and your fucking shit. And I am like,
2: I got shame. I've got like the hourglass features yeah. that like, people want. And exactly. So like, Didn't you have to work yeah. so hard for I know. it. Yeah. I'm like, Thanks, mom. I'm like, blessed with yeah <laughs> Thanks, girl <laughs> i don't need to live like extra weight. yeah get, like broad shoulders yeah. yeah yeah and like also thick thigh saves lives i'm like save my phone so many i times. know just, i like, know her. i'm guilty what <laughs> do you mean guilty like, like, thick thighs <laughs> save lives true true <laughs> true true True, like true. What do you mean? It's a bad thing? Like, yeah.
0: do you not want to save your phone? I know <laughs> when you drop your friend in the toilet. Don't and come crying like, to me. Yeah. <laughs> Can't relate, girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, not the
1: story of my life. Yeah, that's, just- that's so. It's so nice to hear that you've gone through your own journey because yeah. you just assume that like people who work in that kind of photography they're just naturally born they just naturally yeah like, like they just, just came out and they're like yeah I'm a sexy bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how do we all get there
0: <laughs> I want to be like her
1: yeah yeah I think like yeah for you, it's so important for I guess people especially women like to learn to love their bodies because I think for me I definitely really struggled with my own body image Um, throughout my childhood and my parents, like just the way that I'm just structured in general is like not the standard petite Mm. Asian, you know, like I'm quite tall for an Asian girl. um, And then every time someone's like, oh my God, you're so tall. Like you're not petite. You're not like, yeah, not tall. Yeah. Or like small Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like every time I see an Asian auntie, they never say anything nice about Mm. me, right? So I've always grown up with the idea that like I don't fit some sort of beauty standard but like beauty standards you know it doesn't it's different for everybody um and like every time you're looking into the mirror you're always going to point out things that they would have said like i it's not like i grew up like i was born and then i just decided that i don't like these things it's all just like an accumulative comments from other people over time that have just made me like self-conscious about yeah. myself you, right? no
0: one just like is born knowing oh broad shoulders are bad yeah right or yeah. things like that yeah or, like yeah a thick structure is bad yeah it's other people like telling giving you that information yeah and then yeah. that's when you go oh so so this is like this is what the definition of a good or a bad body is yeah and then yeah. trying to unlearn like you said all of those things yeah
1: and like i think for me in the last month and a bit like i've obviously started my gym journey but my gym journey wasn't about like you know, going back to the gym to look a certain way or anything. Mm. was just more like being in a mental state. Like I know that exercising brings out hormones in your brain mm. and chemicals in your brain that help you with your um, mental state and makes mm. you happier. Um, and it gives your body sort of like a better routine for everyday life. And just the thought of like being able to be active enough so that when you do have children, you can actually keep up with them was mm. the reason why I started going back to the gym and like I guess like making a more – Um, conscious conscious effort effort to Mm. to be to have a a better life to be active right
0: and And
1: like every day now I do gratitude journaling (laughs) um it's one of those things it's like I give myself five to ten minutes a day and I just sit there and I think about things that I should be grateful for and Mm. I literally not not even kidding once a week i always am really grateful for my body because it's a vessel that like you know carries me from a to b and then before that i was just like i freaking hate my thighs i hate this Mm -hmm. i hate that and now i'm just like complete opposite Mm -hmm. i'm like No, it's not about the way that it looks but the way that it functions. The fact that I can actually have a fully functioning limb compared to other people who may not even Mm -hmm. have that is like a blessing in itself. Yeah, And so, yeah, like that journey would have just been so difficult. And I think think when you start to go through that journey and for a lot of your clients perhaps, it's booking in that session with you (laughs) would be the first step into Mm -hmm. healing that that body image, right? So Mm -hmm. there's lots of different ways to, I guess – heal that because
0: yeah yeah and of a, bo- a dwarf photography <laughs> is one of them <laughs> you can find it <laughs>
1: yeah, well find actually me. how what do people what can people expect out of a session with you like do they go in and they have like a perception of what they want to do or like do yeah you like you what suggest yeah what
0: what does the process look like for somebody who yeah wait maybe after listening to this episode goes yeah i want to i want to give this a try but like what am i <laughs> getting myself into yeah
2: hmm. It's a whole, I guess for me, I can't speak on behalf of like course photographers, but um, for myself, the way that I want to serve my clients is, you know, from start to finish, from A to Z, double Z, whatever. Um, So I take care of everything. So when we, so say for example, if someone's wanting to, you know, book in a session or even look into like um, booking a session with me, we will always have a, you know, like a chat, like a, I I normally have this on the phone. Like a consultation, right? Yeah, like a little consultation. It's just like a um, way for me to get to know them, for them to get to know me, mm. suss me out. Mm. and like, I'm not a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't buy. Um, and yeah, and then we talk about like what they want to achieve because I know like, you know, different people have different preferences or like they have different ideas of the how they want to be photographed, right? So it's, it for me, at least the way that I see this, like it, I would be doing them a disservice if I have everyone taking like everyone's photos to look the same the same yeah mm. like a
0: production line yeah, yeah yeah.
2: and I don't want that and I think as a creative it would be the fastest and like the surest way to like you know for burnt out for mm. that to happen yeah so then like we have a chat and then if we buy I'm like okay if I reckon like you know we're, we'll be a good fit for each other then we'll continue with like the planning and then when it comes to like the planning love me a good Pinterest mood board Ooh. and then we'll plan for that and part of the photo shoot session as well I actually work with a hair and makeup artist who's amazing at her work so when clients come in for their sessions we'll actually start with like hair and makeup first so ah, it's like a little like pampering session cute. and then like a little um, like a Taste of transformation, yeah. Because like, because it's not every day that like mm. you know, well, unless you're a model to get your hair, hair makeup, makeup done like, professionally like, done, yeah, yeah. professionally done. And for a lot of people, it's a treat, right? Mm. So, um, and it's very common that I hear, oh, you know, I've never had my hair makeup done, or oh, the f- the last time that I had my hair and makeup, and I was like five years ago, yeah. And to have them, you know, to have the day just for them to do that and to feel good about like you know the whole process says it's really important for me so having that service as well and then um we have you know the photo shoot where we play around with like a lot of like different outfits always fun always fun Like, do people bring their own
0: outfits Mm. or um do you like provide or yeah so people i would uh well with my clients they would
2: bring in their own stuff because you know They Mm. would know their styles best, they would know their size best. And then I've also um have a collection of okay, this is a little bit about me, but like I love true and like anything Mm. like pastels, I am a sucker (laughs) for. So a lot of the items in the client wardrobe that people can wear involves a lot of tool and Mm. pastels and wings and crowns and everything fun. Um, So if that's the kind of vibe that they're wanting to go for, then we'll just pick a few like items Mm. of the the client wardrobe and then just have fun with it. And then we'll play like layers, Mm. creating like sets. And um, one of the things that people would always get very nervous about, like anxious about is whether um, or not, they would be able to pose in front of the camera. But then I always tell them, like, it's uh, honestly, it's not their job to know how to mm-hmm. pose because I don't expect my clients to be, like, you know, freaking supermodels. and yeah. like, yes, I know how to, like, pose. Do all the poses. Like, not if really you know angles. how to pose, you don't need me there, yeah. right? Um, so I'll be doing, like, all the directing, all the posings, and then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, um, it's like that that game of Simon Says. Mm. So it's like, just follow what I'm doing, and then mm. you're, you're good. And then I'm like, oh, okay, that's I can do that like I just copy you I'll just copy you and then towards the end of like the session it, almost like probably like 99.9% of the time they'll be like
0: posing themselves
2: and oh, I'm like wow. see at the point where like I don't even have to say anything they're like yeah,
0: posing like yeah. literally <laughs> my biggest like weakness I, I never know what to do with my hands if you look at my Instagram I'm, it's always the same I always look away and I always look like to the to the left because <laughs> that's, this is my good side <laughs> I'm always like this is my to go to that's it that's like the only pose I know how to do yeah I think that's one of the big things I feel like people steer away from like getting their photos done because they don't they're like oh my god I don't know what to do like how to pose and stuff but no you're so right it's not people's job to know how to pose yeah
2: it's like it should be the photographer's job like well it's my job to make you know like to see them in a way that you know, other people see them. Mm. Right. And that is one of the um, things that it will tell me as well. I'm like, oh, I've I've never seen myself in such a light. I'm like, Well there you go. Like mm. I just That's what I I'm here sh- for. Like that is how I see you mm. and like that is how you should see yourself. Um and I think that's like the fun part of that, like the beauty in that. And um I also do like a whole service of, you know, album designing and oh, wall wow. um, arts. And mm. I'm a big advocate of like um people existing in prints yeah because like i think
0: that's something physical yeah
2: something Mm. physical like the way that i see it is celebrating yourself as an artwork right like that is probably like a lot of the messaging that i tell people on my social media like you need to exist in photos because you, you can't yeah, well, you can, but, like, you should not just rely on, like, technology and, mm. like, live like in, like, a small, small, digital. As, like, phone screen. Yeah. Because how often do you scroll back and, like, look at, like, the photos that you took last year mm. versus, like, oh, taking, like, an album of, like, having that feeling of taking out your parents or your grandparents', like, wedding album and, like, flipping yeah. through that mm. and having that same feeling when you go to, like, an art gallery and then you see, like, a portrait of someone just magnificent, just, like, there yeah. and just, like... <laughs> standing there in awe but yeah. then like how cool would it be to see that every single day in your own home mm. of you
1: of like heck yeah that's me can yeah. you imagine mm. next time you come over Jess it's just, just like a, mass, a, massive a massive selfie home of like, Mary heck yeah. yeah I was like <laughs> okay it, this is your sign <laughs> my I partner just comes home <laughs> He's like, like what, what the, the hell?
0: hell what the heck have <laughs> you been doing on the weekend
2: <laughs> Wait, I'm celebrating myself thank you very much
0: <laughs> one of us has to do it <laughs> Yeah, and I think more people should,
2: you know, like, um, and that's what I wanted to do as a a photographer. Like, I need to walk the talk, right? Yeah. um, And also, I want my, you know, the next generation of, you know, my family to be like, oh, hey, like, this was this. This was like, you know, me, my sister or like whoever. And those are the times where like, okay, so if people a lot of a lot of um the the pushback that i hear from from people not wanting to get in photographs is and this is you know example my mother um she would say oh i you know i'm this i'm that i'm like oh you know like whatever excuses mm, yeah. like too old too like whatever mm. but then like the way uh, as a daughter or like someone who's like related as yeah. a family like i don't care like you know yeah. once once you're gone like that's the only yeah. thing that would remind you of you, yeah. remind me of you. So yeah. like, um, I don't, I don't care about like the wrinkles. I don't care. Yeah, about, like this whatever. is not
0: going on like Vogue cover. Yeah. like this is like, for this us. is for us yeah. like, for the
2: next generation to be like, hey, like this person exists because mm. if you don't exist in prints, like how do they know that yeah. you really exist, right? Mm. Um, so that's like a lot of the um as a, like more of like a personal. Um, conviction almost to, yeah. to have people like, no, like even if it's not with me or if it's not like a boudoir kind of like session, go take photos with your family because, mm. you know, we COVID is a thing and like death is a thing. So yeah. like, you know, I think by now you can like, sort of guess like what i'm motivated <laughs> or like <laughs> yeah. by and I'm like mm. yeah death is you know like it's, it's morbid i know but mm. like also there's like beauty in in life and like just yeah. making the most out of that as cliche as it sounds but like yeah honestly just like making the most, uh, the, the most out of every single second that we have yeah here and cherishing yeah. that yeah and yeah. i
0: think photos are so great because they like base. it's like time travelling in a way because mm. you get to, like, save. You capture moment. and capture that moment and, it like, it's there, I guess, forever. And when you have it, especially, like, physically, mm. it's, like, a physical piece of time that you're, like, holding on to, which is, like, really, really cool. Because mm. I was, like, thinking about, like, yeah photographs obviously weren't around, like, forever mm. and especially when it first like when photography and cameras were first invented they were very like you know we're going to have a family portrait and everyone wears their sunday yeah. best and mm. we all stand really really straight and we make yeah. a, a nice big smile and you know when we look at like our ancestors and stuff yeah. those are the photos that um i guess we can see right and, mm. and that the evidence that those people were real and that they yeah. existed and then they had a life but now because we have iphones right with great camera quality sometimes we forget like how beautiful and meaningful like Mm -hmm. pictures can be and nobody like you said nobody prints stuff anymore because that used to be the only way that you could view like your pictures right on film and stuff you use your film camera and you take a picture and you have to get it like Mm -hmm. produced and stuff enveloped so that you could actually see it but I think yeah we've kind of like lost a bit of that because it's so uh, available yeah. to us now like every person like even five-year-old kids have a camera these days right <laughs> everyone's got a phone and they're just it's clicking away <laughs> yeah they're using their big ipads to take lots yeah. of things but yeah i think it just helps us to like stop and take a moment and to like think about the beauty of life and then also like yeah the uh, the the meaningfulness of a photo and, and, and photographs and stuff like that Ooh. so yeah i think it's really 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 beautiful yeah, I like what you
2: said about um, traveling. You know, like uh, like a time Ta- travel. Yeah, thing. It's, it's like a time like travel. When you say if you if you print, you know, like or even like a pullet print Or, yeah. you know, I don't know, like when when you go um, like traveling somewhere, yeah. like when you hold that piece of print that object um like that image you can just almost like feel the noise yeah, like then take yourself smell, back to that like, moment yeah, and like yeah. oh my gosh like that was me doing this that was me doing that yeah um and that is less like the magic of like you know having prints just mm. holding something so tangible and like well, I just went back in time. Yeah. And like I was I was doing this and then after I took this, I did this and then yeah. just all the memories started coming back. Um, so yeah, so if this is if this is, you know, like if you don't, you know, um, take anything else but just take this, like do exist in prints, print your photos, take yeah. photos. Um, and honestly just have fun with it. Mm. I think back in the days when we're like kids will like print the shittiest photos yeah <laughs> like the randomest photos yeah, yeah, yeah. After, um have photos of like my old like my cat when yeah. I, was, I don't know like 10 or something yeah like, oh so cute yeah obviously the cat's not around anymore but you know the memories that is yeah. attached to that I'm it's like oh like, my gosh so precious yeah
0: it is it is really precious and such so nice to look back on every mm. now and then and reflect on that part of your life that sometimes feels really far away now because hmm. time goes by so fast now when mm. we're, I feel like as adults too quick too yeah quick. so how do quickly how we slow down time I know right it'd We've be nice
1: it. as well because like especially if you're doing boudoir photography as well right like say we do it now in our 20s
0: mm. and then you know later we're in our, in our 50s, 50s yeah right
2: look at me I uh, look cute. at you she was hot
0: your grandma was sexy okay <laughs> <laughs> <Make> <laughs> she was ba- <laughs> she was out there <laughs> she was a boy magnet okay <laughs> but like you know like I just imagine imagine being
1: at that age and like being self-conscious about everything right and then you yeah. go to get to look back at the album mm. of photos and you're like damn i was hot like yeah you know? i
0: know <laughs> but at that time you're like i'm so fat and you're like literally a stick yeah yeah because yeah. i still do that now i look at my photos from my high school i'm like frick i'm like wow that, i was like literally <laughs> at my peak and i didn't even know <laughs> like, what was i complaining again? i know <laughs> what was i even complaining about i'm like that is i'm not gonna get anything better than that <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess what can you tell some of the people that are listening who might be thinking about getting um, their photos professionally taken or even considering doing a boudoir shoot but like have a bit of reservations or are feeling scared or nervous and not knowing how to you know take the first step? Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just, as, just uh, do it. as Nike yeah, once like, said, like, just, "Just do, do it." <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's there's a lot of uncertainties. Yes, they're mm-hmm. scary. Yes, because you're not in front of the camera every day. Sure, mm-hmm. um, and I think finding that right photographer for you is really, really important. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm not for everyone, um, and everyone has their own you know, preference for yeah. their own photographer. So, having that really good fit with someone that um, who could you know photograph you in a way that that you want to be photographed is really, really important. important. Yeah, um, and yeah, like I just always tell people, like we're we're today we're the youngest that we've been because tomorrow mm. we get older, right? Mm. Um, and yeah, just just do it. Like you know, what's what's the harm of? Doing something new, or like what's yes, uh, sure, fine. It's scary, I know. Because I got my portraits taken, mm. and as a photographer, I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my god she's doing it. it. Like, ah, how do I do? Like, what yeah. do I do with my limbs? It's just mm. funny because, like, I can pose other people, mm. but then when it comes to like, you're just like, like I don't know what to do. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, being able to find people like creatives that um can help me exist in photographs, I'm like, okay, that is that is good enough. Um, yeah. and then everything else is a me problem like oh my hair, my makeup, my my whatever. Yeah, and that's a me problem. Mm. And once I can like, okay, whatever, I am I am me and mm. nothing is, you know, wrong with me, then I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'm I'm worthy to mm. be to exist in like photos yeah Um, I think a lot of what I sense you know based on just experience and it's that fear of the permanence of photos I think yeah like it lasts forever it lasts forever and Mm. photos do outlive us but um, yeah it's you know if, if you don't like it, find someone else to, like, take photographs yeah. of you. Like, mm. um, I think the biggest regret for someone would be not having enough photos taken. Mm. Um, yeah, 100%. You know, like, later on in life. And, yeah, that, that comes from, from my, I guess, like, people who are like older relatives. Mm. Um and my family as well, not being able to see what they look like. Yeah, when they, when they were, were like younger. younger like, mm. But how do you look like when you're like my age? I want to know how hot you are. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: like, I'm, I'm getting all these genes from you, right? Yeah.
0: Like I need to know <laughs> if we're coming from good place. Like, yeah, yeah, good places. <laughs> um, do you have any advice, I guess, for anyone who might be interested in comi- becoming a photographer or doesn't know where to start? Mm. Um, experiment. I think try all the things that you
2: wanna try and then that is one of the ways that you get to know what you wanna do. Yeah. And pursue it. Like pursue your dreams. Like chase chase after your dreams. Do the work. It's not gonna be easy because if it's easy everyone will be doing Mm -hmm. it. That's true. It's gonna Mm -hmm. be hard, but it's it will be your kind of um like your almost like like if, if this is something that you're wanting to do, then it will be your own thing you know it's yeah. not everyone's thing like um no one's n- no one will live your dream or yeah. no one you know that they wouldn't put in the work for like what you want to do yeah. exactly you know true. so this is this is your thing if and if you've made this your thing then, Own then it. go for it, Own <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> um and you know with as with everything the best part is the satisfaction that, like, hey, like looking back, you know, like I've, I've done this and I'm yeah. glad that I did. So, having that, um, always think about your why when things get tough because mm. it will get tough. Like, I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything, like, yeah, this, this shit's hot. Um, but whenever times, you know, whenever things get tough, like, imagine or just ask yourself, like, okay, um, why do I do this in the first place again? Yeah, and then go from there and then mm. you, have, you have a little cry session there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> schedule it in <laughs> like put it in the it calendar it in. <laughs> <laughs> once a week you just <laughs> cleanse your yeah. eyeballs that is okay Um, and then get back to work mm. and then yeah like double down on what lights you up because it will, it will be worth it at the end yeah. of the day. Mm.
1: Mm. That's some really good advice. It is, I'm it feeling really... very inspired. I know, inspired
0: <laughs> to reach our dreams. <laughs> I'm going to quit <laughs> my job to be a podcaster. <laughs> so hopefully your work's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't fire me. <laughs> I'm still on probation. <laughs> People
2: are mine.
1: <laughs> and I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much um, to Natalia for sharing your story with us. Uh, if the listeners want to find you to maybe book in a session or find more about your work, where can they go? Um,
2: a website, Instagram, TikTok, they're
1: all the same. Natalia Na, n at
2: the end and then website dot com. <laughs> um, but everything else should be the same. So
1: Natalia dot com. Amazing. And you guys already know where you can find us. But if you don't already, our Instagram page is Podcast.
0: And if you're enjoying our show, please give us a rate and a review on whatever platform that you're tuning in on. And we will be back in your ears next week. But until then, this is Jessie. And this is Mary. And this is Natalia. And don't forget to declutter your messy minds.
1: Bye!